0: Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. It has been kind of an exciting week. Finished my last class at the University of Florida. Uh, Had a few fun projects at school I was excited to have my students work on. The Phillies have won seven of the last eight games with the last couple wins over the Astros. Baby steps, but hey, Phillies are 4-0 since the acquisition of their new service dog named Major. But probably what most of you would be more excited to hear about is that recently I was given access to join the Adobe Firefly beta. Adobe Firefly is Adobe's suite of creative generative AI models. Adobe's adding testers a little at a time and they're rolling out access to applications a few at a time. Uh, The artificial intelligence generates content based on Adobe libraries. So there's no problems with copywriting artists' work who don't allow permission and those kind of things. Also currently... Uh, The content that we create with Adobe Firefly is for non-commercial use only. Uh, So right now at this time, I'm not able to sell what I create with that that app during the beta phase. Fair enough. Uh, The suite is all currently web-based. So there's an Adobe Firefly landing page. And from there, you have links that take you to all the available apps. Most of them are currently in the quote-unquote in exploration phase that we can't access yet. Uh, the three that I can access are text-to-image. Uh, this, this particular app allows you, as the name suggests, to generate images from detailed text descriptions. Uh, Text-effects, which applies styles or textures to text with the text prompt. And the third app is called recolor vectors which generates color variations of your vector artwork from detailed text descriptions. All three pretty cool. So after using these for the better part of a week, I thought it'd be kind of fun to give you a little bit of knowledge about them uh, so you can have a little bit of information. And then hopefully you'll want to go in and give these apps a try yourself. Uh, The first one I'll start with is text to image. So when you enter this module, you'll see a gallery of creative images. Uh, You can hover the mouse cursor over any of them to see the prompt that was used to create those images, which is kind of cool. At the bottom of the screen, you have a a little text field there where you can type to describe the image that you want to generate. Currently, English only. Uh, This is where you really make your English teachers proud with your use of adjectives and descriptive words to get your desired results. So for example, I might have to type in a cozy holiday cabin in the snowy mountains with the rustic horse sleigh out front. Once I enter that in, then it gives me four generated images. uh, And I can also refresh them. If none of them gave me my desired results, I can refresh them as many times as I want until I get something that's kind of close to what I like or I can add more to the prompt Um, each result that you get you can rate thumbs up or thumbs down uh, to help give the AI some feedback so that it can get smarter at developing things for us Uh, you can also report the results if they're violent offensive or anything like that Uh, you can change the aspect ratio of your design from square to landscape to portrait, uh, there's widescreen even available. Uh, all these are obviously great for social media, so you can apply them to your different applications. Uh, you can change the content that composes the work from like photo to graphic or even art. So if you want it to look like it's photorealistic or if you want it to look like it's painted, uh, there's there's those different kinds of styling effects you can apply. There's other styles like chaotic or neon, or layered paper, or sketch, uh, there's, there's so many different things to choose from um, that give you really a, a ton of different things to play with, uh, with each of your prompts and ideas that you try to create using Adobe Firefly. Uh, there are also some options there for color and tone, uh, there's some options there for lighting, and like composition. Well, and when i'm mean when I'm saying composition you can like change like the photo composition of it i guess so if you want to give some effects that allow for tilt shift or change the angle of the camera like maybe you want it to be from up above or maybe you want it to be from a lower a lower angle you can do any of those types of things uh, your images are then downloaded with metadata and they also contain a watermark showing that it was created with the help of Of Adobe Firefly Uh, the other thing that I should say is is there also JPEG images uh, that you download with this so it's something that can then be opened up in Photoshop or any kind of a a raster graphic editor the second one that we have is the text effects app so I enjoy assigning creative typography projects to my students Uh, so I had fun seeing what results I could get from this particular app You open it up and you see a similar gallery as we did with the text to image that I mentioned earlier. Uh, So you hover your mouse over the options and there it'll show you what prompt was used to create those different typography art pieces. Um, Then you have an option to then type your prompt at the bottom and it allows you to adjust the effect uh, of of the effects that you're putting into your your text that is going to be displayed on the screen. Uh, so if you want to, you can change the effect fit and have it be like tight, so that it's in tight within the constraints of the borders of the letters. Uh, or you can have it medium or loose, to where, like for example, if I had letters that were made out of like uh, squid tentacles, if the setting was loose, the tentacles might be like reaching out of the letters. A little more often making the letters not look so rigid Uh, in most cases, the loose setting worked better for me Um, so there wasn't an obvious clean cut border between the letters but others may prefer like the like the tighter option for it it's kind of it just whatever you're trying to create at the time Uh, you know each each setting has its own strengths and weaknesses Uh, you have some options to choose for basic fonts uh, you can change the color for the text itself or the background color. Uh, the default word uh, that it spells out when you're creating your text effects is the word firefly after the AI model that it, that it is using. Uh, but you can change it to whatever you want to down at the bottom of your screen. So for example, if I want to spell out Jurassic Park and I want the letters to be formed from dinosaur bones, I can do that. Or, if I want to spell out Go Birds and have the letters made out of metallic eagle feathers in midnight green and silver, no problem. Um, you can download these files as a PNG file, which is pretty cool because that way, if the background is transparent, you can take that file and overlay it over another graphic. Uh, you still have the watermark in the bottom left hand corner, you know, so that is going to show up there. You still can't use it for commercial purposes, but still fun to play around with. Uh, I'd like to make some compositions using this text effect and then overlaying it over the top of a widescreen option from the text to image app uh, that I created and see what kinds of things I can make using both of these apps together. Uh, What I was really hoping for would be a way to download or activate a font file Of the creative type instead of just having the created type being an image itself hopefully in the future they'll be able to do something like that for us because i do think that would be amazing finally we have the the third app of the three that i want to talk to you about today and this is the recolor vectors app Uh, you can use the vectors that they supply on their gallery Uh, Or you can upload your own in this case. So like if I create something in Adobe Illustrator, save it as an SVG file, then I can edit it in this app. So this is like the only one of the three right now that allows me to edit something that I created of my own and then modify it with artificial intelligence. Um, So if I upload an image that I created, then I I could type in the prompt like, sunset like one of the options i used uh with an illustration was uh i wanted a color palette that was of like a desert sunset so i got a lot of oranges and reds and blacks and things like that Uh, i tried another one with jungle nature and got some cool blues and greens and and all sorts of cool colors to use in there Uh, i typed in y2k is an example of a color scheme to use and got a lot of like graphic colors that you would have seen like on the web in the in 2000 you know uh, back in the day Uh, and so you can type any of those kind of things in that you'd like and then you get four examples of your vector with those color styles applied Uh, you're then able to change the prominent colors or even reshuffle your results which is kind of nice you can rate the results and then you can download your image when you're done uh when i downloaded the result in my uploaded svg file it did not put a watermark in the bottom of that graphic uh, so that is pretty cool so the the things that i uploaded it didn't say you know that that it wasn't my graphic. so i did like that uh, they made that option there for us and it did also export it back out as an SVG vector file. So I'd be able to then take that and bring it back into Adobe Illustrator and make those changes. Uh, I think this is a fun way to try out vector illustrations uh, and see how different things I've made uh, look with different themes or brands without too much extra effort on my part. Um, It's not really all that different than the concept Of if you've used Adobe Express and if you made like a a design or, or like a social media post graphic or something like that. And then there's the option on the side there where you can apply a brand palette to your design. It's not unlike that at all with Adobe Express. And there we have it. That's kind of the early impressions I've had so far of Adobe Firefly. Pretty cool. AI in the creative industry. I know it makes some nervous. Uh, using this actually made me feel more comfortable about the process as a whole. In many cases, I think that I can make things better or I at least have more full control of what I want to do using Adobe Creative Cloud software um, like Illustrator and Photoshop and InDesign and those things. Um, I feel like I'm better with those than what AI can do for me. Um, but if I was looking like for an asset for a project uh, or for a part to use as, a, as part of a composition, I could see how these apps would help out down the road. Uh, if I need a quick graphic for a social media post uh, to promote a podcast episode, then I have something that I can generate quickly and not hold up my podcast production schedule uh, by trying to come up with the perfect graphic for it. Uh, It's also kind of a fun way to get some inspiration for ideas for projects. I could also use this uh, to help me with the process of trying, like going through the process of explaining to AI to get what I want. Um, I can, you know, sometimes it's not going to do what I want it to do. And then I might need to retype out the prompt or, or change my wording and things like that until I can get it, until I can explain to it what I want to get my desired results. Uh, That's something that I can keep in my mind, like when I'm working with a client. Um, And, you know, sometimes there's that frustrating piece when, when a client's trying to tell a designer exactly what they want or what their vision is, and you as a designer may have truly made something that's awesome, but it might not have been exactly what was in the client's mind, you know, even though what we made was good. It wasn't right because it wasn't what they wanted. And so uh, going through this process, I guess, gives me a little more empathy on that and may kind of help me come up with ways to be a better communicator uh, when working collaboratively with someone else on a project. Uh, If you're interested in Adobe Firefly uh, and if you have Adobe Creative Cloud, you can just go to firefly.adobe.com and get signed up. It might take a while, like for me it took like a week or so, Um, but I think it's well worth it to get some hands-on access to some fun emerging technology and as designers to kind of forward think of how we can use this as a tool to help our workflow instead of being afraid of it as like a threat as to what we do. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, CodePeterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.